Are you ready for a touch of Costa Rica? Join me for a life-changing adventure in the land of Pura Vida. See a friendly face holding a sign with your name on it. Hop in the van and journey through a continuous scene, palm trees, farmland, sugarcane fields, colorful homes, and Brahmin cows to arrive at the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samara Beach. Feel the excitement of what's to come at this wellspring of holistic health education, self-discovery, and community. Now, it's time to hear the story of one who has come before you. Welcome to A Touch of Costa Rica, a Costa Rican wellness travel podcast presented to you by the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samurai Beach, Costa Rica. You can learn more about their transformative offerings by clicking the link in this episode's bio. I'm Kiana Martin, your host and travel guide on this brief yet powerful trip to introduce you to the people, places, and priceless takeaways that are waiting for you. Today, I'm pleased to introduce you to Sarah Schoen, a licensed massage therapist and owner of Little Bird Wellbeing in Newport, Rhode Island. Sarah, what was your first encounter with massage and what inspired it? Well, I know as a child, I, I always really gravitated towards physical touch. In fact, um, I was thinking about this earlier and how I have such like vivid memories of um, holding my mom's hand and, and remembering her washing my face and I remember um, like holding my dad's back when he was giving me a piggyback. I just remember like all of these uh, very early memories of physical touch and how important it was for me even as a child. So um, that kind of snowballed into obviously where I'm at right now, which is a full-time massage therapist. But it took a while for me to get there. Um, let's see. In... 20 about 10 years ago I moved to Asheville North Carolina and I rediscovered my love for yoga and so when I was there I did a yoga yoga teacher training and I met a physical therapist uh, when I was doing the training and she offered me a position at the outpatient clinic and I just started doing small hands-on type exercises with um, physical therapy um, clients, patients. And I thought maybe this was the route that I wanted to take in terms of helping people because I had an undergrad in psychology thinking I would do mental health counseling, but it didn't resonate as much as the physical therapy did. So I eventually um, went to school to become a physical therapist assistant. And I did that for about three years um, until I realized how much I dislike uh, insurance. <laughs> and it was an outpatient clinic and it was really busy. And I would see about 20 to 30 people a day. Um, and I just, I really like burnt myself out. And it wasn't the hands-on work because I really still appreciated that part of PT. Um, but it was the environment. It was just too fast paced. I felt like I didn't have a lot of control. I felt like, um, everything just gravitated towards insurance and I just, it just didn't resonate with me. And so I remember searching for the Costa Rica school of massage therapy a few times when I was in my twenties and thinking like, maybe I would, maybe I would 
dip into that and see how, you know, CRSNT would be. But I never, I didn't take the plunge until I got to this breaking point of saying, you know, like, I need a change in my life. Um, and so I did a little bit more research and found the Costa Rica school again um, and got in touch with Tess. And it kind of just worked itself out pretty quickly. And then I landed in Costa Rica and here we are now. That's amazing. How do you think that journey from your positive experiences of childhood physical touch to the recognition that you loved aspects of being a physical therapist assistant, how did that get you to the point where you were like, you know what, massage is the avenue for me? Yeah, so like I said, those memories of, there was one particular memory of like my personal, my hands in the sand. And I was thinking about like how literally, even as a child, just being so involved in physical touch and I think that gravitated towards my communication skills with people that I loved. Um, in particular, my cousin, she was, she and I are the same age and we kind of grew up together. And whenever we would lay down, she would always ask me to rub her back. And so from like a really young age, I thought, I always really thought back in my head, I was like, massage therapy, like maybe that's my, maybe that's my calling. Um, and, like, I remember my dad in high school asking me, like, how do you want to, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, I just really want to help people. And so, like I said, I thought the undergrad, the psychology, I thought that would be the path that I would take. But it just didn't resonate with me. And I just had this little voice in the back of my head that was kind of pushing massage, massage, massage. And working one-on-one with patients in an outpatient setting in PT, it gave me the chance and the opportunity to get my hands on people. But only when I went to this, the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy did I realize, like, wow, this is a whole, this is a completely different approach um, to hands-on therapy. Um, what I knew in PT, yeah, I'm sure it helped. I'm, I know for a fact it helped, you know, the patients that I worked with. But um, massage itself just gave me a deeper realization in terms of how important massage can really be and beneficial. Can you talk about what areas of the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy curriculum intrigued you? Yeah. So, I mean, overall, the framework in terms of um, anatomy and kinesiology I learned more in those four months than I did in my two-year program um, when I was studying physical therapy. I don't know if it was because I was, I don't know if I was invested more in, um, you know, this go-around with massage or or if it was just the approach. Um, yeah, so so definitely the framework with the musculoskeletal system, that was phenomenal. Um, I gravitated towards really learning holistically how one muscle group can relate to the next muscle group and, um, and, and how it can kind of build all together. Um, and I will say craniosacral therapy is one of the coolest modalities out there. Um, 
I went back last year and was the teacher assistant to my instructor, Kate, um, Kate, who works at the, at the school now. And it was, it just made me realize again for the second time that craniosacral therapy is this beautiful approach. It's such deep work, but it's such a gentle way of approaching massage. And, um, I definitely, I definitely, um, gravitated towards craniosacral when I was in school. It was a really great way of ending the program too. So. For those listeners who may be considering embarking on a holistic health journey and don't understand some of the basics of craniosacral uh, therapy, can you speak you know, briefly about that? Yeah. So craniosacral therapy is, like I said, it's a pretty gentle approach. Um, you, the technique is really gentle, slow movements. That's the, that's the job of the practitioner. Um, but you're working, you're working in and around the central nervous system. So, and I mean, I could definitely go super deep with this, but just on a superficial level, it's a way of approaching massage therapy that integrates both the mind and the body. And a lot of people, a lot of students will ask, so what's the difference between this and energy work? It's completely different. And, you know, we emphasize the fact that we're still in the tissue there. You know, we're, we're always involved in the tissue as massage therapists. But what's cool about craniosacral is though you're working with the physical body, you have um, motivated the, the central nervous system to shift in a beautiful and positive way. And that creates space um, both in the physical body and in the emotional body, which I just really love. That is so fascinating. Was there a learning experience that forced you to step outside of your comfort zone? (laughs) Yes, so many times. Um, So, like I said earlier, such positive experiences as a child with, with positive touch. However, on the flip side there, I think for all of us, there's that, that negative aspect of unhealthy touch. And I think, you know, for the most part, I think most of us have dealt with that as well. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the the darker side. Um, My experience with massage before going to CRSMT was extremely minimal. Like I think I may have received two massages in my life prior to going to school. Um, and so comfort zone, it was really being touched. It was really being around a group of, of um, students that I didn't necessarily know. I mean, that changed really quickly. You know, we grew to love one another. We grew to trust one another and support one another. But, you know, that still that still was difficult at times to allow touch to happen, to to experience touch very specifically. Um, and so the comfort zone, <laughs> being comfortable with laughing or crying or having emotional releases while on the table Um that was huge. And I do a lot of education now around that, around the fact that emotional releases are normal um, and that they uh, and that they happen quite often. And it's not something to be 
um, scared about. It's something to kind of just allow, allow. So I learned that in school, maybe the hard way. (laughs) How did your CRSMT experience influence you and shape your work since your departure? So I don't know. I can't remember who said this at first. I mean, everyone, I I think every instructor said this, but it was get your hands on as many people as you possibly can once you leave. You know, it's like, it was great. The CRSMT has a beautiful way of, I mean, the curriculum is extreme and we're touching each other all day and massaging each other all day. And then, you know, in the clinic, it's really cool because you get to experience the outside world and have, um, clients come in. Um, but, but regardless after school, it's important to get your hands on as many people as you possibly can. And, um, I took that and I ran for sure. (laughs) I worked at a spa for a year and a half maybe. And then I also worked in a PT clinic and then eventually I started my own practice. So, um, I should slow down, but it's hard to when it's, you know, when it's something that you really do love. Um, so yeah, I think that was a, a big takeaway was just get your hands on as many people as you possibly can. As soon as you graduate, it was like, okay, I'm not screwing around. Like, this is what I, I came here to do this. So I'm going to go back home and I'm going to show, you know, people what I've learned. This segment of our conversation is the perfect segue to a question that I have for our listeners. Are you looking to start or enhance your holistic health journey in a Costa Rican tropical oasis? Click the link in the podcast bio to secure your space in CRSMT's massage program and continuing education offerings. Make this your moment to leave your mark in the Samurai Beach sand. Now back to my conversation with Sarah Schoen, a licensed massage therapist and owner of Little Bird Wellbeing in Newport, Rhode Island. I'm sure our listeners are curious to know a bit more about your massage practice and business, Little Bird Wellbeing. Tell us about Little Bird Wellbeing and the aspects of your practice that bring you joy. So I started Little Bird Wellbeing, uh, I'd say four or five months after graduating. Um, And so the beauty about being in Newport Um, It's a very small, tight-knit community, so it gave me the chance to develop um, a sense of, of, you know, how many clients I wanted to see a day, and it gave me a good opportunity. It was a good opportunity to build my social media um, and my brand itself, and I had a lot of support within this community, and so now I've built a pretty substantial clientele. And, um, it keeps me, it keeps me busy, which is really great. Um, we've done some pop-ups around Rhode Island, which is really fun. Uh, I'd say in January, actually, we did our second pop-up in a local greenhouse. So the greenhouse offered us some space and we provided massage therapy in such a beautiful setting. It was, it was really cool. Um, again, that just goes hand in hand with living in a, a small community and being supported in that way. Um, I offer a sliding scale, which I really, um, folks have really come to appreciate. You know, I think massage therapy for a long time has been 
looked upon as a luxury. And that's another aspect of CRSNT that I, that I really enjoyed. It was, it's, it, massage is not about, um, it's not a luxury for most of us. It's really therapeutic. It's a therapeutic modality. And so I approach it that way. And I think people around the community know that, which I, um, which I love. And so people kind of gravitate towards the studio and it's approachable. Um, the sliding scale offers, you know, it's a scale. Anyone can come, no questions asked. Um, and I, that's something that's extremely important for my business. Um, and then, yeah, just building the brand in general, the shop. So there's a shop and then in the back is the studio. And so I've built this little space so that people can come in and it's not just the massage that they're receiving. It's that they're in this inviting environment and they trust this environment and they feel good in this environment, which honestly, I can think back. I think that goes hand in hand with my experience in school. You know, we weren't under these like overhead lights. The windows weren't shut. The doors weren't shut. We are in this open environment that was so welcoming and approachable. And I kind of wanted to reflect that in my own practice. So um, I think we've done a good job with, with, with doing that. Kelly is also in the studio. She's a, um, a graduate of the Costa Rica school too. So it's been really nice sharing the space with her and um, yeah, we're just growing day by day. That's absolutely wonderful. A few days ago, I saw a quote that read, your success is directly proportional to the number of lives you have touched for the better. Share a success story from a client that you have touched. Um, well, let's see. Um, I mean, I'm seeing this client, uh, you know, off the top of my head, I'm seeing this, this woman tomorrow who I've seen for the last three years. And she had an accident in her family um, six years ago, and her whole life just completely changed. And um, she lost her son. And it took her a while, I'd say like the first month of knowing her, I didn't know anything about her personal life. And slowly, over time, she kind of unfolded and she allowed me to see her in in a light that you know not many people see she doesn't see very many people um she comes to massage every week she has been consistent every week for three years and her physical body has changed it's as though her shield is down it's as though she's inviting physical touch she's allowing someone to um observe her anxiety, you know, on an emotional level. And so working with her for three years every week has been uh, life-changing. And I don't think she knows it as, you know, she obviously always tells me how much she loves massage. And deep down, I'm like, wow, you've changed my life. Like you have, you've helped me too. You've helped me grow as a practitioner as well. So um, that's definitely someone that stands out in my head. Please tell our listeners how they can connect with you and your practice online. 
So I have a website, littlebirdwellbeing.com. has all my information there. Um, and then on social media, on Instagram, littlebirdwellbeing. That's it. I keep it pretty simple. I'm not on Facebook or anything else, but people can find me there for sure. Costa Rica has been acknowledged as a pioneer of and leader in ecotourism. Share with us some of your favorite places to go and experiences to have in and around Playa Samara. So outside Playa Samara, I'd say it's a half hour walk slash hike to a little secret beach, Buena Vista. It's phenomenal. It's a beautiful, like I said, secret little cove. Um, Maybe I shouldn't be sharing this. (laughs) I don't want a ton of people there. No, it's beautiful and it's something to see for sure. But you've got to ask for directions because it's off of a a dirt road and you've got to hike up and then you hike back down. And that whole experience, even before you get to the beach, is worth it. So um, I'd say that's definitely my one of my favorite spots. In fact, I had this crazy vivid dream when I was in Costa Rica, like maybe the second week I was in school and it was my grandmother and she was behind this cactus and she gave me this flower and she said, follow your heart. And when I went to the Buena Vista beach, I was walking down the stairs and I saw this gigantic cactus and I was like, Oh my God, maybe, maybe I'm exactly where I should be right now. So it's a special, special spot. Oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> In closing, what is one wish that you have for the listeners who will be coming to Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy? I would say um, look at the experience as a whole. I would say slow down and appreciate the community. Um, give gratitude to the community that that is in Playa Samara. Like it's the people are incredible. They're so welcoming. Like really take time to appreciate um, where you're where you are. And then as far as school goes, you know, if you make if you take the risk and you and you want to experience this, then then experience it. Say to yourself, make a commitment. If you're going to commit to those four months, make it through. You got this. Trust the process. That's what I would say. Before we leave the sands of Samurai Beach behind, I want you to imagine one more sun rising up over the crystal blue waters of the Pacific Ocean. Let it serve as your invitation to click the link in this episode's bio to join us for one of Costa Rica School of Massage Therapies, upcoming massage programs, retreats, or continuing education offerings. We can't wait to meet you.